Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Fiction. Hi there, Festus. Yo, yo. You look, <laughs> you look kind of confused there. What's going on, man? What's going on? I have to make sure I can... Um so as you can see it today you know nixon and festers you know had, had a discussion and thought you know let me take this topic so today's topic is going to be about masculinity yeah yeah you got right. cool 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 and before we start this topic yeah um you know festers told me today that today is international men's day so you know guys since we're all betting here let's clap to the men out there clap to the men that you know supporting their kids Putting a roof over their children, taking them to school. <laughs> now, my shout out to the guys out there, my shout out to the guys out there, man. But enough about that. Come on, guys, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. I already know what it is, man. You already know what it is, man. This is FT. Uh, yeah, so you know, I'm sitting in the corner today. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Bukumi. I ain't got no credits like that, so it's just Bukumi. I like that, you know, that was short and simple, you know. I mean, I could gas myself, but I do, it, I do it at the end, didn't it, rather than at the beginning, so, yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool, cool, cool. So obviously, guys, so, obviously, guys, you know about the topic, so let's start off, you know, easy and fresh. I want you to give me three things that come to your mind about masculinity. Just three. I mean, I can start. You want me to start? Yeah. I think of breadwinner, fast food, and... Business and pleasure. Um, That's technically four things still, man. Uh, business and pleasure. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. There you go. Are you happy? Yeah, you happy? I will count it, but yeah. Uh, cool, cool, cool. So, fast food? Yeah, fast food. Are you going to explain shit after as well? Yeah, of yeah, course, 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 course. I can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all wrong. Um, masculinity. I'll go with strength. Seems to be breadwinner as well. And no tears. Okay, okay. What about you, big man? Um, toxic. Oh. Relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and physique. Physique, yeah. All right, cool. I like that. I like that. So cool. You called me out to do a fast food. It wasn't called. I'm just I'm very <laughs> curious. Uh, cool, cool, cool. The reason why I say fast food is because obviously you know we all live in a technological environment where you always watch tv and then you constantly see let's say adverts that are always associated with bulky men like you know with mcdonald's burgers mm. especially in america like you don't see let's say a very skinny guy going yeah burgers are for men do you get what i mean I yeah it's not like that type of thing because what's funny is that when you talk about masculinity and with food they always associate with fast food so you always think of burger king mcdonald's you don't see like a bulky man eating vegetables thinking, yeah, he's a man. Do you get what I mean? That's a fair point. I actually said that. That's okay. <laughs> so that's what I think about it too. I mean, another one I can give is, obviously, have you, we've all watched um, on Netflix, what's it called? What's the show called? What's the show called? I'm thinking of. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. Yeah. Like, look at the idea of him like a stockbroker. He didn't care. He was making money. Mm-hmm. Spending like it was nothing. That's mm-hmm. when I got the idea of business and pleasure. He didn't really care. Yeah. And that's the mm-hmm. idea of what people, you know, imagine what men are like, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's that's my per- take. Alright, so you raised Wolf and Wall Street, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah, What about that symbolised toxic masculinity? And you can feed into it as well. Are you watching me for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, and obviously you've watched it. So, like, um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, because I think in mm-hmm. terms of, like, in the Leonardo DiCaprio, I can't remember his character's name was, but, um... The way it was portrayed that, yeah, you've got to be selfish. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was about selfish. The whole idea was that they were brokers and the whole idea was to make as much money as possible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for their company and to rise above. Um, they, to be a man in that thing, you had to mistreat women. Yeah. Um, that was one key part of it. Um, with the relationship, you had the Margaret Robbie character. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you had to be like it was all like an alpha male thing you know how the part of that though yeah you know you know that kind of thing was like that whole idea of like um, like you know in America they had that what's that thing um, it's not a fraternity it's something else that guy that you guys in college in, in America do that they have this group and they all live together and they're part of that it sounds like a society Oh, like oh I know what you're talking about, but I actually don't know the name of it. I won't lie to you. 
Yeah, but that sort of like packed, like men are quite serious about that kind of thing. Mm. Um, like that was the American view, and that's how I grew up thinking. That's how it was about. What do you think of the movie anyway? So, what do you think of the movie? Um, taking out of context, the whole masking it was an amazing movie. It was too long, but it was an amazing movie. <laughs> like seeing three hours was a bit much, but um, mm. yeah. Um, back to your point about the way you treat me on women it's even before the part with his kind um, with his relationship with Margot Robbie's character even beforehand he had like a wife beforehand but cheated on that wife with Margot Robbie I so you already knew so yeah it started off trash like you're off the rip so um yeah it is um man I'm trying to remember more of the movie but it was a while ago uh yeah but yeah he, he was really trash I can give you that. No, I hear you because there's pros and cons to it. Like an example could be that um, growing up, <laughs> growing up, yeah. An example, obviously, we all like you know we're all in our teens. Do you get I me? Mean? But growing up, the idea of being like the breadwinner, seeing your dad, the idea of having a beard because you know you used to go around and you know when you when that person used to pick on you, be like, yeah, you got no beard. You're not growing. Do you get what I mean? That takes that that sense of pride because obviously all all men have pride. And that's what we strive on. That's what we. That's what we urge. I think that's what we use, like to do everything. That's how we follow through in life. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like that adds on to the masculinity as well. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. hair plays a huge part in that, in terms of like how you look and having a beard. Um, people look at you and say you're not a certain type of standard of mm. man if you don't have like. I think even the whole idea of like body hair. Yeah. Like, if you didn't have any arms on your like arms on your hat, hair, <laughs> hair on your arms, yeah. no, we, get, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, the racist yeah. eating, choosing eating. Um, <laughs> if you don't have any like mm-hmm. hair on your arms, yeah, you're yeah. seen as like someone that is a baby. Mm. And if you're a baby, you're a boy. And if you're a boy, you're not a man. Of course, of course, of course. So like that was sort of the whole idea that people would look at you and say you're not a man. You're not what you need to be. Mm-hmm. But some guys, for example, they're just like develop that sort of hair growth thing a, a lot later yeah. yeah people back in secondary school who were greek or turkish them man had right. facial hair <gasps> they might look like men from, 13 from, from 10 and then you got other people who were like 30 35 yeah who barely got any chin hair i'm so dark guys i've got a question for the panel all right why not yeah yeah one quick question um, what's the difference between manhood and masculinity? Manhood and masculinity. Hmm. I've always grown up thinking that manhood was just literally, yeah, penis. That's what I always thought. No, that's true. Was. That's true. That's, 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 that's what I grew up thinking manhood was. Um, like when I was watching like African movies, they would say if you was to lose your manhood, you was to lose that. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean. But I don't, I'm not exactly too sure where else it would fit in. Because yeah, um, earlier on when Yula was talking about the Wolf of Wolf Street, mm-hmm. I felt like um, there's a misconception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, it's basically about masculinity or a man follow. It's it's highlighting a career. Yeah. yeah even though it's a male lead, mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. it? so it's highlighting a career and what male leads do with that career. Mm-hmm. You get it? Like not all males are gonna act like that. And obviously, the reason why I say that masculinity and manhood, because masculinity, let's talk about muscles and henchness and whatnot. Yeah. Girls nowadays, like, can be muscular. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, go I to the gym to achieve muscular, muscular mass and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, like, these girls out there that are actually becoming more alpha than males. Mm. Yeah. So, if you want to highlight that. Yeah. I mean, going back to like, the whole Wolf of Wall Street thing. Um, even though it was a male lead about one particular job role that at the time that was seen as like what guys should be doing at that time Yeah. Mm-hmm. as in guys are meant to be those kind of financial bitch mm-hmm. or at least the white males obviously the black males were a lot different they probably were to more menial jobs um, but yeah the whole idea of like uh, what's it called the whole like guys and being beefy and being hench yeah. um that was probably something that was heavily influenced by sport. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a certain sport that a guy has to be doing um, to be recognised. In terms of, like, you know, a guy's doing netball and that. I don't know if you, any of you might... I've actually played netball once, I'm not even going to lie. A couple of times. Yeah, yeah, who didn't play netball in primary school? In, primary in school? secondary school even. It's not easy. 
<laughs> it's not no. like what netball, handball. You know those games are you know particularly seen as you know female sports, but men do play those games handball's as well. Handball is handball is a men's sport. Handball is a men's sport. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I always I've always seen like it more actually, drawn to the females. I've actually created gender roles. How no. Handball is not meant to be. A lot of men play. A lot of men play. No, no, I hear you because volleyball. I hear you because just like was like just like the discussion said like because it dates way back. I mean, we all did history. Do you get me? Like, if I was to use an example right now, I mean, look at Hitler back in Germany. You know, blonde hair, blue eyes. That's it. That top. That sort of domination was that. You had to be this certain way, or you wouldn't. You know, join my army. If you get what I mean. So it just depends, isn't it? Mm. The funny thing about that, he wasn't even blown out of the eyes. <laughs> I don't think he filled his own criteria. Yeah, it's basically what he likes in girls, really, to be honest. Oh. Especially in a messed up way. I got a message, I got a message. Someone said, there's a stereotype that men don't cry slash show emotion. They should be allowed to show their feelings. Yeah. I'm- That's perfect, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no arguments there. No, there's no arguments there, but it's there there's been a shift in like, you know, in a decade. Because obviously back then, like obviously an example, you know, being an African, I remember growing up where a man should never you should never cry. That's what I was seeing. Like if you cry, do you get what I mean? That's when I can, you know, go back to the idea of the manhood. That when everyone looks at you as, you know, the next the next kin mm-hmm. or an example with um with my mum and dad's side, I'm the next I wouldn't say the next head, but I'm the next coming after from both of their sides. You get what I mean? So if something was to happen to me and they see me cry, it's like, oh, remember that time when Nixon cried? Like, why should why should we now go to you? Do you get what I mean? You're supposed to be seen as the next person that's supposed to look after us. So it just depends. I mean, of course, it's, men should cry. I mean, I do agree with it now. <laughs> that men should cry. I mean, you can't be boiling up your emotion because that's when, you know, pride then turns into anger, anger then turns into envy and it just goes on from there and there. It's like a vicious cycle. You get what I mean? Yeah. So it just depends. No, I get what you mean, like the whole idea of like um men cry. I think the first time I proper deeped that it's totally okay to cry was actually my dad. Because mm. my dad I saw my dad cry one time. Mm-hmm. And that's when it proper like made me think, okay, yeah. Because my dad I always never like to be a strong person. He's obviously is he's he's that guy. Um, yeah, of course, my shout to Fester's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, men are, to, men are allowed to share the tear. Yeah. They're not allowed to cry. Oh, uh, no, you know, I like that. I like that. I like that. Why do you think that, though? Huh? Why do you think that? Because, yeah, crying, yeah, is a sign of being defeated. Depends, though. Mm. Well, like, I know you like, No, I get you mean, like, just like a sad cry. Yeah, you get it. Like, with a man, you can share tears. Like, imagine a man sitting down there crying like a child. Yeah, yeah, that, no, I'm not trying to compare it to like... I'm confused, if, if, really. <laughs> <laughs> as a child, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not going to say like, what's it called, sobbing, but I mean like, as in like, you can see tears on someone's face. No, who's right, this, who's this, who's right. this? Let's hear it. Oh, what happened there? Hello? Hi, guys. Oh. <laughs> Hello? I just want to ask a question. What's the thing crying and shedding your tears? Sorry, sorry, can you repeat that? What is the difference between, between crying and shedding a tear? What's the difference between crying and shedding a tear? Um, yeah. Huh. I don't... It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe it's the same thing. What's the difference? Um, well, okay, if I use myself as an example, um, obviously being what, I'm 22 years old now, Obviously, obviously, Festus knows. Two years ago, when I lost my mum to cancer, I I wasn't with my family during the time. I had to literally go back straight to university. And obviously, I had my boys, like, you know, um, Festus, Darren, Sharif. Even though they came to me, that's when I think we all shed a tear together. Do you get what I mean? It's like, even though they're not, they're not my blood brothers, but they basically are. They're close to me. Like, they all felt... when You know when someone feels... Um, like yeah, when someone feels hurt, you feel that hurt too. If you get what I mean, you share that same pain. Like if someone shedding it to you, like expressing your emotions, and society kind of has the stereotype of men can't really show emotions like that. I think honestly, like to me, crying and shedding the tear mm. is the same thing. Yeah. There are some. That's what I think. It's the same thing. You're just 
You see when yeah. Nah, it's, it's different. It's different. You think it's different? Now, can you explain though? Yeah. How is it different? When dust goes yeah, in your eyes different. and tears come up, are you crying? Yeah. Because I can't avoid that. I need to unless to yeah, no, it's, it's, all, it's all in the head though because you can you can like like for example I feel like most guys they, they refuse to cry not because they're trying to be a man. They're just trying to please others and make sure that they look they good in front of others. Yeah. Because they don't want to be seen crying rather than the fact that they actually don't want to cry. Mm. But I think crying and technically tears. There's like, there's everything between like, okay, dust in your eyes and, and you shed a tear. <laughs> pe- 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 people like, what's it called? I think when, I get, when it gets really cold. Yeah, 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 yeah of course, of course. course. Yeah, Them ones don't really count. It's more like... It doesn't count as crying. It's because it's cold. That's British weather. That doesn't count as crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like, what's it called? When it comes to crying... Hey, that's it. <laughs> you're, allowed, you're allowed to show feelings and emotions like you're hurt it's okay to express yourself I think it's okay for men to express themselves like there's nothing wrong with that yeah there's nothing wrong with that it's just that unfortunately <laughs> not every person agrees with that do you get what I mean not many yeah, people we live in a society where everyone conforms to all this nonsense that goes on a patriarchal society so yeah I was just about to say that because you, we can let's say we could be a crew right now we go way back the moment you see one person crying, that's embedded in your head. That's that's there, locked in memory, to the point where. Why do you have to make fun of someone when they cry? No, no one makes fun of someone when they cry. Who makes fun of someone when they cry? No, a, lot a lot of people. Run, like, a lot of people do. True, true. Yeah, if a guy cried over a girl, later when you're gonna be laughing at him like you were crying over a chick, like bro, like what's going on, like. Yeah, but then the guy would also laugh afterwards as well. I was about to say that the guy. I would laugh at myself if I cried over a girl, like. It took me months later to cry over it. I mean, to laugh over it, sorry. But I'll laugh over it in the end. Like, if, for example, if me and Nixon, for example, like, had a situation and he knew that I liked someone and it, it flopped, we can both laugh about it later on. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean? Yeah. So, it, it depends, really. Like, I don't feel like as if it's it's that much of an issue where guys cry and people bash it too much. It depends on who your, who your circle is. True. If you've got a circle of people with that mentality... Then obviously you're going to be scared to cry, or you're going to not cry because you don't you don't want to. Look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also than that. It's, it's to do with the situation as well. Like for example, if it was a girl, if you met her yesterday and you're crying over her, like, you're going to have to really rethink things because like <laughs> that's just not really worth it. But if it's someone over five years now, okay, cool. That's a that's one that you really shared a part of your life with. So that's a, and that's fair enough. And even to the point where you said about sobbing as well. Again, it's situational. If you lost a family member that's meant a lot to you, that helped to raise you, for example, it could be a mother, as um, Nixon mentioned. Mm. If you sob in that moment, there is absolutely no reason to, because you can't contain that. That's somebody that's been influential in who you are, in, mm-hmm. who's helped and made, made you who you are, and, that, and who's helped raise you up in general. So to cry in that moment, there is no issue. It's just subjected to the situation. And we just need to break that stereotype and just to, to be okay with it in general Jeez, and some people are emotional Mike drop. Mike some drop. people are emotional too man. you can't do anything about it man. Man, man. look man think about it this way think of a man that's been raised by his mother alone maybe he didn't have a father in his life and he's just maybe he's a little bit emotional than your average I, I, what do you do in that situation I'm, I'm not, I think it depends on the it's your environment it's your environment yeah, yeah, yeah. and that person shouldn't be bashed for who they are it's just that's how they were raised yeah, isn't yeah, it I mean, you have to just let it be because I know guys, yeah, for example, mm. that grew up, that didn't have any sisters, mm. and they're man are savages. Mm. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care, they don't care, they're, they're savages, isn't it? Yeah. For me, I don't know, well, maybe some, some guys have dumb sisters as well, they're nice people, but for me, growing up around my mum, my sisters, that gave me a reason to, like, not disrespect women in the way, because yeah. they, they showed me what it is to respect them. Yeah, of course, them. course, course, yeah. course. You get me? But some guys, it depends on how you, you grew up as well. If you grew up in that lifestyle where you have to, like, eat for yourself, Mm. Be selfish, and you ain't really thinking about anyone else. Oh, they're gone. Oh, whoever the caller is, you know, thank you for calling. I, I know it was. Nice. I know, we know. <laughs> we, we obviously know it is. We're saying thank you, innit? It was a nice. It was a nice gesture, man. It was a nice gesture. No, but true. But all the points you're saying is true because obviously there's situations where, going back to what Fester said, there's there's guys who just you know are straight up savage, and then they use that as a way to. You know, drive themselves forward, and that's their idea of 
their idea of masculinity if you get what i mean like going back to what was said before that's what they i can say that's what they you know switch it to the manhood saying yeah i've done this like do you get I me mean? like ah, you should be proud you should be proud with me that yeah i've slept with this girl on a monday <laughs> i've done with this girl on a tuesday do you get what i mean so it just depends yeah because you even got to think about it. the masculinity back in the day especially in the african um history was that having multiple wives was seen as you know yeah top top man mm-hmm. that nowadays isn't seen as as calm <laughs> so, so therefore you really know that certain things in um to be a man because mm. masculinity is i think defined by the characteristics and attitude yeah of what a man would be she's lovely what a dictionary <laughs> <laughs> but again that's all subjective isn't it yeah it all depends on what you kind of feel like as if like like you got what's it called just like guy that does makeup now these days uh, the, the guy that's, that guy that sells makeup and he does makeup on his face now. What Charles? Sorry, yeah, like James Charles. James, James Charles. Charles yeah, he's making bare money out of that. People would not define him as masculine. That's very people true. People define him as feminine. That's very true. That's very true. But some people might close to him might say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're masculine." <laughs> so yeah, it's all, it's all based on opinion, isn't it? No, I hear you because the idea. Let's say, let's use another example. Let's look at, let's say, Caitlyn Jenner. Obviously, when he was when he was Bruce Jenner. He was seen as a masculine guy in it, you know, a world record holder in I can't remember what sport. I think it was 100 meters in America, and then now he's now you know, well he or she, sorry, whichever two you you classify him as, you know, he's now Caitlyn. But is is the person still masculine in this case? Do you get where I'm coming from? As in, because masculine doesn't necessarily mean you're a man. Mm-hmm. It should be, but in terms of like. <laughs> It doesn't necessarily mean that. So, like for example, with it depends on the attitude, innit? Mhm. I was written. I can read it, but no, say it, say it. Yeah. Why not say it? How would you describe, yeah? Uh, how would your description of men be, yeah? If we was living in a matriarch world, because obviously, you know what? What? We're living in a patriotic world, right? Like. Man, man, it's a man's world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's say it was flipped on the other side. What would the description be of mm-hmm. a man? But obviously, you see, like, good thing you brought up Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was a man who underwent a transition into a female. Yeah. yeah? And then he won female of the year. A lot of people mm-hmm. question that. Yeah. A lot of people are against things like that. Or mm-hmm. people stand and question, like, there's a lot of controversy going on about that but yeah how would you describe a man if what would your description be if he was to take a stand still and look at it from a woman's point of view mm. do you know what actually that reminds me of what? do you remember the disney movie back in the day milan yeah there was a song that called be a man yeah <laughs> yeah i know you're talking about yeah i know you're talking about like what's it called but in terms of like um the definition of being a man how I define it, um, it's very difficult to put into words. It's more just actions. Mm. Um, but for me, a man provides. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try and compare it more to a man versus a boy. Yeah, of um, course, of course, course. Rather than a man to a girl, because I think that's just physical features um, <laughs> that you're born with. Yeah. Um, but in terms of um, like a boy to a man, there's a sense of there's a certain maturity step you have to take. Mm. in order to get into that man stage mm-hmm. and you cannot necessarily like for example there's, what's that phrase say? anyone can be a father but but only certain people can be a dad yeah, yeah. in that sort of sense um, so you you know you're organised mm. or at least organised to a, a point where you can handle yourself yeah and if you don't know how to handle yourself you know how to find places to get yourself to handle yourself mm-hmm. because some people who are men they're, they're a bit like you know fair weathered they have difficult times and they struggle yeah but a man has to have the courage to then go and seek that help mm. which is opposite to what the definition of masculinity that is defined by society which would say that you mm-hmm. actually have to run away from help because yeah. you have to be a bigger person yeah. Nice. Yeah. Else. <laughs> <laughs> no it's true because there's the idea of when people describe like what you just said between a boy and a man is a man would then come out of his comfort zone and actually go and seek help. Do you get what I mean? He would then recognize his own weakness then. When there's a boy, is that he 
even though he knows what his weaknesses is, he won't seek help. He will just dwell in it, mm-hmm. try and, you know, um, warp it around to himself where he doesn't want to be seen as, oh, I'm that guy. I'm that guy who could be picked on. I'm that guy who can, you know, do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I think like to a man, yeah, he allows, as much as I wouldn't say he allows himself to be vulnerable, but there's going to be moments where you're going to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Because like you said, there's that sense of maturity. You have to do it. Yeah, everyone yeah. grows up eventually but some people just still want to be you know chilling as a boy like you know do you know what I mean some people still want to be chilling at home be like mommy do me this mommy give me that <laughs> do you get know what I mean yeah. because obviously like, I remember what my mum used to say yeah, is that you know that idea like oh don't get me wrong I was like that kind of kid that you know obviously that like, when you go through that, like, that stage you would back chat to your mum but my mum would always think yeah, like, you think you're getting taller but you're not growing in here that was the same she used to always say to me yes. like you'd think you're not thinking with your yeah in your head do you get what I mean mm-hmm. because you feel like the idea that yeah as a grown man yeah I can step over you I look below you do you get what I mean because the idea of let's say an example I can give is look at the Disney shows we've all watched Hercules do you get what I mean his own downfall at the end he gave his powers to Hades poof do you get what I mean mm-hmm. it's what you always constantly see on television that they show man in a particular light where they always have a downfall yeah like Lion King was a good example of mm. that like he showed the step between an immature boy in um, Simba becoming a man and taking on his uncle and defeating him. Yeah. That was a stage. He had to make mistakes mm-hmm. to get to that point. Um, so that was like a good sort of symbolic thing of it. But obviously yeah. that's, that's just a cartoon. At the end of the day. Like, there's a lot of much more real life examples of that. Oh yeah, of course, of course. And that could also be just relationships as well. So like when they say men are trash in it. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to agree with that statement (laughs) often people look at because people look at the word men and they think your physical features they think you have to be hench yeah I was just about to say that you have to be tall you have to be what six foot and all that kind of rubbish Mm -hmm, you have mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. it so there's certain things of a man but really it's boys are trash Mm -hmm. it's never been men are trash oh wait I need to do the so they can (laughs) hear the clicks (laughs) so they can hear the clicks gone it's it's never ever been men are trash because people look at people there's so many boys out there that are moving like men. Mm. So what's it called? You remember Kanye said this song at one time in his tune, he said, oh, I'm a grown-ass kid. And that's how a lot of men are moving right now. Mm. They're grown-ass kids. They've got beards. They've got hair. They've got cars. Most of them are rental. Man <laughs> 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 said most of them are rentals. No. Yeah. So, and they don't have any respect yeah. For anyone, because they've got a boy mentality, and the boy mentality is selfish. They want to explore. They want to do things that they've never done before. Exactly. There's no barrier. There's no boundaries. Mm. So yeah, that's why I see that's difference. I hear you. I hear you. Well, someone messaged in and said, "Yeah, what is hyper masculinity, and how do you deal with it?" I won't even lie. You might. Yeah, I was about to say you might as well. You might as well Google it, man, because you know my man, my phone's dead. <laughs> yeah, hyper, man. Awesome. Wow. What was the rest of the question? And how do you deal with it? When I think about, I feel like, you know, I, feel like gas, a, I feel like a bodybuilder. <laughs> That's what I got in my head. It's a psychological term for the exaggeration of male stereotypical behavior, such as examples, or such as emphasis on physical strength, aggression. So what you mentioned before, names, mm-hmm. um, aggression and sexuality. This term has been pro- has been pejoratively by used by some scholars. So yeah, it's basically that toxic masculinity in a way that like mm. you're taking it to a whole new level. It's the whole idea that like mm. you're probably making sure you're super big, you're I don't know, probably taking what's that thing that they take um steroids. Steroids and that. Yeah, I was supposed to say that. Um and it's also I think quite frankly it's modern day a prick. <laughs> <laughs> changes the person like mentally because obviously an example could be like obviously I do sports and then you know anyone anyone you could be the most unfit person but the more the more you constantly go gym you start to have that feel good mm-hmm. in, like adrenaline where you want to keep going and you want to keep going but then there's some people that take it to beyond yeah. where these then that's when you start getting you know you that's when it branches out to the point where you get bullies do you get I me mean? you get all these other people that just feel like oh I can, 
you you can't belittle me like I'm big I'm strong like mm-hmm. I can tell you what to do mm-hmm. do you get what I mean that's but I wouldn't know I wouldn't obviously me I wouldn't know how to deal with it because mm-hmm. like I said that it's never happened to me and I haven't seen it per se yeah. but I've like I've like known of it mm-hmm. but it just depends yeah exactly mm-hmm. because it's like an example when people would then say um I can't remember her name. I can't remember. I learned it some time ago, but it was a woman, a Nigerian athlete. You probably saw in the news as well. I think it was some time ago, and they said that she had um, um, too much um, testos- uh, testosterone in her body to the point where they had to disqualify her from the race because she was basically classed as a man. Did that one? Well, she, she was one in South Africa. Probably, probably the South African one. Yeah, the South African. Oh yeah, the South African. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's much. <laughs> no, because well, recently they did. No, there, was man, medals, there was a man that recently underwent uh, underwent a sex change, and he competed in women's wrestling championship, mm. and he won. And he passed off as a woman, and they allowed that one. Is it? Oh wow! <laughs> they allowed it. That's a bit mad. Even that's not actually thing that I brought up now is that like. Masculinity is often divided by strength rather than fit, um, stamina. Mm. Mm. You think about it, like the whole idea of that like, weightlifting, mm, like looking big, looking that, but leg day stamina. That's <laughs> <laughs> not in correlation, is it? And yeah. the same way in the emotional aspect as well. You gotta be strong. You gotta look outside, but mm. inside. You're breathing, he- you're breathing heavy. You're you know the one. You know the ones. Your no, muscles are weighing yeah, you down, yeah, like. So nah, you, got talk, you got to talk the talk, but you don't really have the, the ability to walk the walk. Nah, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Someone else said, yeah, there is also toxic masculinity, which is harmful um, behavior associated with some men, such as the need to repress emotions during stressful situations and to act in an aggressive and dominant way. Fam, <laughs> y'all need to express your damn feelings. I think it's something that I've learned to do. Um... I don't know about you anyway, like growing up, because I know we used to grow up in um, church together and that, and definitely the whole idea of like being an uncle in church was that you take control of situations and that kind of stuff. <laughs> He's basically that. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's ridiculous to the point in which you just don't want to even take advice. Like, you, you'll see some uncles in the church that will give some points there. It's just like, my guy, you're not qualified for the situation, but because you're seen as an elder or the man of the situation, you'll just come in and just really yeah. hope. This is like, like I just take a back seat. You know, just, <laughs> and it, again, back to that person's point. Yeah, it's we need to express our emotions in general, and I think it's the fact that, like, in general society, I don't know if we've taken the time to redefine the meaning of it because I guess masculinity in itself is back in like the industrial revolution days, where a lot of the jobs were just manual labour people. They were people that were working in factories. Mm-hmm. So these people were required to be strong, yeah. to be breadwinners, to be emotionless because they were just doing hard jobs and just coming back and the wife would be very with the mill. You, you know the whole picture in itself and I think we carried that over into this generation but at the same time it's not the same situation in general because like a lot of us work in offices we're IT or coding we're coders we're yeah. on the computers all the time so there's no need <laughs> to be that guy all that masculinity is just wasted uh, all that testosterone is just wasted because you're not needed to be that guy you, yeah. you need to be so you need to take a back seat in general so I think in general um, what the change will happen is when we t- take time to redefine the meaning of it and um, make it more relevant for our present time. Mm. No, I agree with that. Because the funny thing is, is that it changes. I think there's a, there's always going to be a different definition every year. Do you get what I mean? It's, then that definition is going to have to suit someone someone else for someone else's benefit. Like the idea of, like, so let's say when we all grew up, no one, no one really knew what transgender was. Do you get what I mean? But you, now you see plenty of that, but then you see that there were a man but their physique hasn't changed, but they obviously, you know, get to change their or like, you know, their private parts and all that, but they can't really change their physique. You can't, it's important. I don't think it's possible for you to just, you know, slim down and do something to your body. I don't think that's possible. No, I mean, anything's possible now with surgery. Now yeah, true. Now with surgery. Yeah. But then it's like, would you go to, would you really want to go to that extent? Yeah. Just to do something like that? Depends though. But going back to like what's it called, the message that they said, mm. um, I do think, yeah, that it's something that takes time. Um, and one thing I'd probably advise like girls and women out there is to also be patient with the guy as mm-hmm. he's trying to understand his emotions and trying to release it. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. I can say I've experienced it for several years and it's still happening. <laughs> so like what's it called? Um, 
yeah, it's just about being able to work with the process. Mm. And but yeah, guys do need to become a bit more open with their emotions. Um, it's also about being around other people who have that same mentality as well. I think I mentioned that before. Mm. But like, if you're around other guys who are willing to be open about their feelings, you'll notice that you do it more often. Mm. It's like, for example, when you go to some events and you talk about like mental health and that kind of stuff, you're more inclined to talk about them. Whereas if you're at yard or with your boys or something like that, and you're all just talking about like I don't know, boxing or something seen as like super masculine. Mm. Um, so yeah, it just takes time really. I don't know. I, I don't want to read this. Someone said Drake's six pack is fake. <laughs> he ain't masculine. What? Firstly, I'm not really pre in that um, yeah. area. Um, nah, nah, no, no, no. Drake's life. Like, his music's alright, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, in fact, we might as well bring out the whole idea of six packs. Is that still seen as something that re- that makes you more of a man if you have a six pack? Um, me, I don't think so, because obviously, me, I won't even lie. You've you know me all my life, bruv. I was a big dude, <laughs> and I'm still big now, but I've just toned up and just looked more. But I don't have a six pack. As much as I'm still going gym, I'm not gonna then say, "Oh yeah, I'm getting all the girls." No, of course not. But you have to be happy with what you got, if you get what I mean, because you can express yourself in any different way and still show that you are masculine. Do you get what I mean? Is that an example I could give is that look at Love Island was it a year ago. Look at Jack. <laughs> he was the only man who went there that had no six pack and he somehow won. But that's sort of like if you think about it, Love Island's criteria for men mm. was that you gotta be you gotta be um ripped physically. Mm-hmm. You gotta have um, a genuine I guess not really necessarily a beard, but just like a sort of clean yeah, clean cut, cut yeah. you got to be, like, good-looking. Mm. Um, but the main thing was that you had to be hench. Yeah, they, they would... I think the real reason why someone like Jack was put in there was only because they wanted to show that they're inclusive rather than the fact that they actually wanted him in there. <laughs> I mean, he won it. But yeah. I don't think it was intentional. It's not that was, if they had a choice, they probably would stuck another generic guy of a tan and hench. No, I hear you. Because an example could be, like, I remember I must have saw it, I think it was on Twitter, it was, like, a meme where a guy was with his girlfriend and then... Um, I can't remember what they were watching, but the guy had <laughs> had his top off in it, and the guy paused. He's like, "Do you like that body?" And she's like, "No, like, do you like that body? Come and tell me." And at the end, she then submitted to say, "Oh yeah, I do like it." That's the insecurity, though. As much as there was an interest, it was a funny video, but that was major insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do you think that? What from the guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's fine. That's fine. No, definitely insecurity because, like, what's it called? I mean, I'm not gonna. I probably do it as well. I probably looked at myself and thought, "Oh." I probably thought like in secondary school, I, I didn't think I would get girls' interest because I wasn't physically there. Mm. But then I deeped it. Who's actually looking at me at that anyway? At that time anyway, who's going to be seeing me topless? <laughs> Unless I put up a picture or I go swimming with me every day, you're not really going to see that. And, I'm sorry, he said swimming. And people don't really care, which is a lot of a good thing. And people don't really care about how you look. Mm. If anything, in relationship, some people come in super strong and hench and physically looking good. And they took five years later and they're both bigger. And they're both relaxed. True. That's very true. That's very true. Because they enjoy it together. They enjoy their togetherness it? and then they just let themselves go. Exactly, man. Yeah. Nah, he... Everyone turns 80 at some point. Huh? Everyone turns 80 at some point and it all goes. the same at one point. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's, no, it's definitely true. But it just depends, on it? Because obviously, um, the idea with... Like, obviously, because there's still girls in this generation that still like that idea of a guy that's ripped, the guy that still has pecs, like his, his glute, his glutinous maximus has to be, you know, <laughs> firm and, you know, and all sorts of like. Yeah. I still aspire for it, but not mm-hmm. necessarily because, um, because of someone else. Yeah. It's just because I look at myself and I say, you know what, yeah, I, like when I go gym, mm. and you know, you, you know, when you go to gym, we, we've been, we've been, we're getting there, we're getting, we're getting back to the person, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting back to the person, we're trying. But like, when we do go gym, you see that like, you see the progress, and you like look at something like rah, I'm that guy. Yeah. Like, and then to get to the point where like you have a, a much physically, but that's better. That's a general thing that everyone should aspire for. You should always aspire to be physically better. Yeah, of course. Um, course I don't. Course. I, don't I, will, I don't let like toxic masculinity stop you from trying to become mm. fitter as a person. Mm-hmm. You don't actually have to be ripped and the biggest muscles in the world. You just you just need to be, you know, 
Because obviously everyone has their own definition of looking good and feeling good. Do you get what I mean? Because you can be the biggest guy and still look good. Do you get what I mean? And you could be the smallest guy and still look good. <laughs> uh, someone said, yeah, do you feel, yeah, um, pressure to a certain man whilst dating, so e.g. finance, car, business, takes on a girl out on a push date, etc.? So, do you feel, yeah, um, pressure to be a certain man whilst dating? So, e.g., fi- um, finance, car, business takes a girl out or takes a girl out on a push date. So, well, from what I'm gathering, so you know the idea of when you're, let's say, you're dating a girl, that's that I would say that stigma or that stigma or that idea of what a man is like he should be dating a girl like how he should be treating a girl like he has to have a car he has to be fancy he he has to have money because obviously an example obviously i'm not going to state names because i know how it feels like i know a girl, i know a guy yeah who i must have set up with my friend and what i mean this is my friend she's got very high standards it's not bad standards but it's like she doesn't really know how to work with others if you get what i mean mm-hmm. it's like an example this guy must have taken her out on a date now my boy's not working he's not doing stuff then she then is bombarding him saying oh so when's our next date bearing in mind like he's basically spent you know whatever money on you taking you out and now you want another one do you get what I mean as in there should be so because obviously there's certain girls out there that feel like oh I need a man that has a constant flow of cash like he has to have a vehicle he has to take me out do you get what I mean yeah. because I know, I know there's a lot of girls that would be like oh he needs to have a Range Rover nah um in general, right there, mm. spend within your means. Because if you're in uni and you're still learning destruct, at some point it's going to run out. <laughs> and same with your job, you can only do so much. Yeah. Because you're going to get caught up. At the same time, um, for for those ones that have those expectations as well, there's nothing wrong with that. Because there is a guy for you out there. You're just going to have to go find him. Um, they're not as common as you would want, but like they're there. Mm. At the same time, sometimes taking a walk is a nice time to get to know someone. So. For those of you that just want to you know, save your money and um, still show someone a good time, you know, hikes are very nice to you. Coffee shops are too good. £2.60 lattes. You're there. And you can still go and eat afterwards. Mm-hmm. Say it's again. Yeah, that is true. Coffee, coffee dates are a real clutch way of to get stuff. I'm so telling you, that's spend too much. And you get to know the person at the same time. And yeah. and it's a lot more intimate as well. In terms of like the atmosphere and that kind of stuff. 100%. It's a lot more of a close-up thing than going to some posh restaurant and spending loads and loads of money I don't think it's that deep I think first day it's about impressions yeah, yeah. I think you if you if you've got the within your means of a budget don't go broke for it mm-hmm. if it's within your means of a budget you got to impress yeah I mean mm-hmm. like you, you want to show up to a day and you want to impress but obviously be yourself as well yeah don't yeah. fake it um, and another thing as well I think a lot of us guys like we put the pressure on ourselves a lot of girls are just calm they don't mind like just getting to know someone. A lot of girls are really, really calm these days. So there is no need for that extra. Because no, like, at the end of the day, it's like, if you're really trying to date someone, you're just trying to get to know them. And a lot of girls are not as superficial as a lot yeah. of us think. We kind of build up that own pressure on our own heads and just take ourselves out of the game before it's really started. So. Hey, I like this message, you know. They said you're moving like, like, like a, love doc- a love doctor still. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, but I agree with you both with the whole, you know, um, like, you know, the decent coffee date and all that. Because obviously, the funny thing is, like, when you go on YouTube, <laughs> you would always get there. It's always going to be that one clip that then says how to impress a girl. Do you get what I mean? How to show that you are masculine, that like, you need to wear this certain suit <laughs> to show off your triceps. Do you get what I mean? And I don't, I don't like stuff like that because it's like, why not just be yourself? If you get what I mean? I mean, to be fair, like, even even though, like, for example, I feel like it's easier to go on dates when you're in a relationship, but at the same time, it's not. Mm. One, it's easier because you're more relaxed. You don't really need to impress them. At the end of the day, they're going to like you because they like you. They're not. They'll leave a relationship, innit? Um, but in, in a way, it's harder because it's like you still want to make sure that you keep them, like, entertained. entertained exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though you may, like, just because you've got something doesn't mean you shouldn't work to keep it. Yeah. You get what I mean? So it's like that that sort of flip side. And I think you mentioned as well that um, 
that relationships are expensive. Mm-hmm. They are. Dates are expensive. <laughs> um, they're gonna be to some extent, but there are a lot of girls and women out there who genuinely appreciate stuff that doesn't require any money. Mm-hmm. So it isn't it is a necessity. It's just a bonus. True, true, true. I like and ultimately, that. if your personality is dead, it doesn't matter how good your date your date is. It doesn't matter. No, my it, it, it doesn't. It honestly doesn't no. matter. <laughs> I've seen guys that have spent bare money, and it's just going nowhere. It's going nowhere. It's like it's like you only take cash and just throw it down the bin. Yeah, that's basically what it is. We couldn't afford this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we could we couldn't force it's not even, the only person they're fooling is themselves, so <laughs> <laughs> no, thinking like you can bribe a girl, but it never works, man. It never works. Like I said, it's, it's a juicy topic, isn't it? Because there's so much you can talk about. Because there's guys out there that feel like, you know, well, not, I wouldn't say they're toothpick, but that's that's my expression. Like, they feel like, they, you know, they can't get no girl. They feel like they need to, you know, progress in a way that they, like you said before, that they need to take certain steroids, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then that change, because obviously then that's when it goes back to changing your mindset. Like, you then start to see the world very different because it then warps your mind. Like, because obviously too much steroids can obviously, you know, destroy your insides. Yeah. And toxic masculinity makes you even... Like the, there are enough ignorant people in the world, mm. and toxic masculinity will only make you even more ignorant and more exactly like more stupid to what mm. things are going on. Mm. Like you will lose everything around you mm-hmm. if you if you let your masculinity get to a point that it goes that you can't think and mm. you don't have any care for anything else except for yourself. Yeah, because my sense is just pure selfishness. No, it's true. Because it's about being the strongest person, and in the and. There is, and the strongest person, there's no room for two people. There's only one yeah, person. exactly. There can only be one person. Exactly. No, it's a true statement because I've seen a lot of stuff online. Like, I remember, I think my dad must have showed me in the news where this guy must have like, pumped oil in his bicep so he can imitate the Hulk. And if I don't Exactly. Do you get what I mean? I mean, if I can find the video, I'll, watch, I'll, show, you, I'll show you afterwards, isn't it? It just doesn't look. Nice, like it doesn't look appealing. Do you get what I mean? Talk to that's, just, that's troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> he said that's troublesome. <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't say that's you know toxic masculinity. But in his case, he may see that as if I do this and look like this, I then look muscular. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Because there's some people that do that. I mean, it's like going back to you know the discussion that we said earlier, um, how people are going to Turkey. With the receding hairline and all, yeah. Because obviously, like the idea of when your hair goes, you then seem as oh, yeah. Like, you're not muscular anymore. Like you need to have hair. Yeah, because I even saw what's it called? You know the way whole Wayne Rooney thing, and oh, he, yeah. he got his hairline redone. Uh, LeBron James definitely had a way bigger hairline. Just let it go. If anything, his hairline's gone. Oh, but right. it's gone better just... in the last five years. Yeah, it's like it's been coming forward, but like you know, it's shortening up because there's no more hair you can go and grab from. Like there's. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't know if you saw the picture recently. Here's one. It was just falling apart during the game, and it was just the, level, man. <laughs> the headband is not even covering no more because it's just going up and up and up, and it's just. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy, though. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Isn't it? It's just that idea. It's like look at the. Oh, I don't know what the girls call it. I think they call it lace front, but you know the ones that that are now doing for men, men yeah. because like, you know they want to feel young again. Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you get what I mean? So it depends mm-hmm. on what you want to think about it. Like, because some people don't see it as a right thing. Some people do, mm-hmm. because like, a, it's like a double-edged sword. Because we can't, like, obviously, let's say we were in a relationship, you can't then say to a girl, "Take off your lace front." <laughs> then the girl will be saying to the man, "Take off yours," and you're like, "Yeah, here you are." <laughs> like, do you get what I mean? And do you know one person who was like a prime example of, of really strong masculinity and arguably toxic? Mm. You're gonna, you're gonna find it a bit weird, but Arsene Wenger. Huh? Do you know why? Why? One of the big things with people who have toxic masculinity is they're stubborn as heck. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They okay, never, okay, ever, okay. ever willing to, willing to change yeah. who they are. They're never willing to accept anything different. Their mm. way is the way. Yeah. And the way is their way. That that's how like for them, like stubbornness as well. Like you know the whole idea of um like African parents and uncles mm. even if for example what they're doing that they create a business 
without any knowledge or any expertise on the business, mm. they do it because they want to impress, they want to look good, they always want to have their own business, but they have no business knowledge, mm-hmm. no acumen, so they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then when it and then when it flops, yeah, it's like, again, it goes to the whole idea of like, you hide it, you're stubborn, so you keep going at it, even though it's actually flopping. Yeah. A bit like, you know, the whole idea, let's say for example, at like university, mm. some people will still go to university, still continue their course, even though they know it's not for them, and it's not working, because they're stubborn. Mm. Not because they're ambitious and they're confident, but they're stubborn. No, that's true. That's very true. I won't lie that. There's a few people that I like that, unfortunately. Yeah. It's very sad. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of examples of that. Like, um, and I guess a lot, of, for me as well, I can also be stubborn sometimes as well. Oh, yeah, we all can. We all can. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if, like, what's it called? Like, if it compares to, like, I'm trying to think of examples. I don't know if you have any examples of, like, when you've seen... Like stubbornness in action. I have a catalogue of myself, but like, in terms of in the generally not. But I'm um, sorry, I want to go back to as as one point. Um, as a lifelong Arsenal fan, that's before <laughs> far, you know, both seen the struggles and that. But is it is it considered stubbornness or is it just not knowing anything else? Because <laughs> like, sometimes it's like you just don't know any better. Nah, to, to be fair to, to be fair to Vanguard, like. He is one of the smart. He's arguably the smartest coach. One of the greatest managers of no, all time. He's also arguably outside of football. He's the smartest coach that's ever like lived from memory. The guy has like degrees upon degrees. Mm-hmm. 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 Just to create, just to get a job up with FIFA. Like you know, that, that's how you, that's how you know, like you, yeah. you know your stuff. But yeah, as I was saying, because like his way worked for a long time in in that aspect. And yeah. yeah, he knew and he knew that was. But at a certain point, it's like. You're going to tell a 60-year-old man or 60-something-year-old man, oh, you need to change the way in which you've been thinking about this sport yeah. that you've been doing for the last 30 to 40 years. It's just difficult sometimes. It's not even something. You just want to change, but you can't. And that's a good point, because the, the, the older they are, yeah, the older someone gets, the harder it is for someone to change their mentality. Mm. Like, for example, it's much easier to get a 13-year-old to not be, you know, a waste man than to get a 60-year-old to stop being a frick. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, say you get people on the train and they have, like, oh, screw you, or they, like, they try and, like, um, what's it called? Mm. Insult women, like, because they're not giving them the number. Yeah. Those guys need something a lot more than what a 12 year old kid might need, if you get what I mean. <laughs> I'm so done. Nah, I hear you, I hear you. Oh, someone messaged in saying, stubbornness, pride, y'all refusing to borrow money from your girl. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah. You don't want to borrow your money from your girl. I can't lie. This is when I'm stopping. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want to borrow money from my girl. I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. Okay, to that person's point, I hear what you're saying. But um, I think a lot of men, I think you guys may agree with this. It's the fear of when it comes to you get into an argument and then she brings it up. Yeah. And then you're just there like, okay. Because so, there's, there's no combating it. If you're indebted to somebody, you can't say nothing. <laughs> there's no argument. There's no. There's nothing you can it's do. You true. just you sit in the corner and you mind your own business until you have repaid that debt. And even when you repay it, they still remember that moment in which you were vulnerable. Yeah, which you, use that yeah. you. Again, it's not the best thing because I don't. I don't think it's necessarily right because again, not all women are. It's just us generalizing people, and it's not exactly. But but it's that fear because it can happen, and there's no comeback. Like, <laughs> genuinely, that is. But then, that is yeah, the yeah. most clutch move you yeah. can come in with. But then you've also got to like, for example, you've got to like have a plan to send it back. Then therefore, yeah. therefore, like for example, they can only get you for so long. It's only when you haven't you haven't worked to get the money back for them. That's when they allow they they're able to bully you and. But you even when you pay it back, back. It's, there was a moment in your life where you were vulnerable and I had to save you. Uh-huh. I'm coming back with that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not saying it's the right thing. It's not the right thing. If you're in this situation, if you're in this situation in which you really need this and she's there for you, no, maybe true. you're just going to have to suck up your pride and just let it happen and just accept whatever happens. Because people use that card, you know, just yeah. to win battles that black. Like, Again, remember that time when like I gave like, you money? It's that fear that it could happen. Mm. I mean, I use that on guys or girls regardless of yeah. the situation so, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean there are people that I've borrowed from people that I've, I've definitely given money to and I've found them regardless I don't care whether you're a guy or a girl <laughs> I'm going to make you re- remember it um, but then, no, I don't, if people say make me remember that I owe them money then fair enough mm-hmm. but no I have borrowed from my like girls before 
Mm. So like, um, and yeah, it it was difficult in the sense of like, for example, I didn't feel like a man. Yeah, of course, situation. of course. I didn't feel like, um, what's it called? I didn't feel that I was strong. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. handling myself. Yeah. So my way of like, trying to combat that is calm. I'm never going to be in a position again mm-hmm. where I have to do that. Yeah. I know I'm going off topic, yeah? But mm. why is it that when they think your roles are reversed, yeah? Mm. The girls expect better treatment. What do you mean better treatment? Let's say you're the man, you borrowed your girl money. Mm-hmm. Mm. It'll be calm. Like, they'll expect the treat. You can't, you can't, you can't turn around and say shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> It's quite, it's quite difficult, mm. if you get what I mean. Because the funny thing is, as a guy, like, let's say if I borrow money from Festus, like, we w- I would never think of it. I, it would never it's be like that. Thing. There's it's, not, it's not a thing like, he'll be like, hey, yo, Nixon, here's 100. Mm-hmm. That's cool, I'll take that 100. No, obviously not 100, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's a figure of speech. I'm saying there's a figure of speech. I'm saying there's a figure of speech, but you know, if you, if you do want to give me 100, then, you know, I'm right here. I think I've given you, like, no, 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 but when I'm like, let's say us two, I think it's that sort of friendship, like knowing that we are both on the in like grinding together. Like I want to see him do better, and he wants to see me do better. Yeah. But when a girl, it's more or less like you should already be doing better. Like I don't need to tell you. Do you get what I mean? Is that is that idea of like, oh, where was your training? When like, do you not know how to save? Do you not know how to do this? Because that's where I see it. Because obviously, there's a lot of girls that have done that before. Like not to me, but I've seen it. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like they'll be like, oh, like why is it that you have to borrow money again from me? Like, are you not doing anything better? I'm thinking, oh, sorry. Like, d- d- I think I think depends. In some cases, it's valid though, because if it's a continuous thing, then no, if, if it's continuous, she has a right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. There's obviously a problem. Yeah, yeah there's a problem. Yeah. Well, obviously, you need to have that relationship where you're able to be open and talk about that kind of stuff. So yeah, actually, I was even gonna think of a question. Like, mm. how would you feel if your girlfriend or your partner? Was making money than you. <laughs> <laughs> so I battled this one right, and I think I've changed my thinking. I don't think I would mind because, unless dependent on the person, because again, similar to the whole uh, borrowing money situation, if it comes to that argument, and you're there, and you know we're, we're discussing, if you just want to dig at somebody, it's just back to the monetary values, like. I'm making more than you. It, it can it can hurt your feelings when someone drops that to you in an argument. But at the same time. I don't think I would mind because if she's got her money, then if anything, it will motivate me to yeah, try and level up. That's the one thing will be for me, just to motivate me to get on the same level. Mm. I think that would be my mentality, but that wasn't my thinking of always, of course. Mm. What do you think? No, definitely. Like it will motivate me too. Like you have to be motivated. Like I'm not saying that oh I need to be the dominant one, but yeah. if she has somehow progressed in her field. I too need to be doing the same. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Because it's it's good to see her doing what she's doing best. I need to be doing the same thing because I'm not going to be here in a war when we're like, oh, like you're making more money than me. You can pay the bills. No, of course not. Like, what kind of lifestyle is that? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's me per se. I use motivation to like to provide at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, to just work harder. Um, and just make sure that I because my aim is just simply to just be at the highest mm. of where I can possibly be. And yeah. if she meets me there, can't. if she's higher than me, I'm gonna keep well, pushing. I'm gonna keep pushing yeah, myself. Yeah, that's you know, like regardless, isn't it? The more money, the better. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure that I'm front of the camera because I can only think of myself and how I can also provide for her and you know potentially a family. You know, you know. Oh, I'm tearing up, bro. Yeah, first is junior. Junior, he said first is junior. I'm so done. Actually, wait, no, no, it's not coming. (laughs) 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 Now, but come, man, we got to round it up, man. It was a nice topic, man. It was a nice topic. I think we need to do a part two on this, still. But like, guys, what do you want to say to the public, man? Final words. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, God bless.
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We'll take it. So cool. We've been the fiction show. You know, two weeks went quick. You know, yeah, it feels like we did this last week, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Thanks for tuning in. Bro. We love y'all, man. Yeah, man. And obviously, yeah, I don't really get to like say my social as much in it, but yeah, you know, I always say it to everyone else. Alright, go, 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 go. Say your social, bro. Holy Tim Tim. You know, ultimate guy, FT. I'm so done. The boy. This guy. Tell me top. Okay. I did good there. Hey, is that? <laughs> I also did. Hey. I did BC. Wow. Dropped the whole government. I know, right? I like it. <laughs> Keep going, waiting, man. How many is that? Um, Manifest. Mm. Um, FT. You said FT already, I'm not going to lie to you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Look at his face. You know what, yeah? You know what, yeah? Mr. Your Forehead. <laughs> your Forehead. That's Mr. Your Forehead. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's yeah. a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Right. Yeah, I love you guys, man. In a bit, see you in two weeks. <laughs> Damn, you need to slow it down, man. It hurts every time. <laughs>